0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving
1: it. TNCs apply. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Welcome to Off The Bench, it's Paul Hazelby but it's Andrew Murdoch still here and those that listen regularly to this show they would know that last week he said he's going to get his own intro piece it hasn't happened, I can tell you that management, they're not ready to allow him loose on the airwaves full time, Andrew Murdoch, welcome to the show what happened? I think I
2: overestimated myself and where I fit on the uh, in the
1: pecking order in the food chain, I think there
2: were ads, there were other stingers, there were new shows they all got the priority but look I'm going to double down, I'll have it for next week for possibly my last week. we might finish it off with a few stingers of my
1: own. Let's just see how you go today, and then we'll make a decision at the end. The hot topic for Nutrient Insurance offers an obligation-free quote, but I'm going to do something a bit different today. It's called Hazelby Sporting Stock Exchange. Now, on the back of the sale of the Perth glory that's going through at the moment, on the back of the AFL making a surplus of $27.9 Also on the back of the Dockers losing $1.6 million this week. And on the back of the NBL announcing another increase in attendance of 21% this year. That's the fifth consecutive year of growth. I want to play a game. Hazelby Sporting Stock Exchange. Which sports, competitions or teams, if you were a stockbroker or an investor, would you buy or sell right now? I love this concept, Hayes. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to let you kick off because I feel
2: like you're the savvy investor out of the two of us.
1: Okay, to do this, pretend each sport or club has a value based on how it's currently going. So not where it's been, not what it's going to do in the future, where it is right now. Now, for me, my first buy is the NBL. I'm going to run with this because it has had five years of growth. I don't have the best stock price because it has had that growth, but given what we saw this year with the Americans coming into the comp, a lot of exposure for it. I think next year there'll be some more next-generation players Come from America. Sydney's getting better. Andrew Bogut's involvement has been massive. I think they are a big buy. Do you agree?
2: I think that's well and truly worth investing. I feel like you've you've missed them. You've missed the mm. missed the you missed the go just a little bit, but you should be able to still get some good returns. Can I have a go straight away yes. off the top of head? How much money do I have? As much as you want. Okay. If I've got as much as I want, I think I'm buying. Just about every women's sport in Australia that I oh, can. Ho ho, good what do you one. about
1: that? I like that one. I think I think they've all had a great run. But I think there's a lot more to come. My second buy is exactly that. AFLW, it's not profitable right now. So you're going to get a good price. The attendances have been really good, albeit it's free. But it's a new audience and also a new sponsorship market that I think is only going to improve over time. Once they get uh, their next collective bargaining agreement, I think there's value to be had for the AFLW. Good call by you. I've got another one. Gold Coast Suns. Okay, so you're steering clear of them, right? No. I am buying them, and I'm buying up big because they are cheap as chips right now. Rock bottom. They've had a number of coaches. Not many people are attending, but they are just turning the wheel, in my opinion, right now. And that's when you want to get on a stock. I believe that by signing a few of their key youngsters and their women's team the other day, 7,000 people turned up to their game. It's almost more than the men. So it's a new market there that they can tap into. So there's my three best buys going into this season. Well, that's your hot topic for this
2: morning, Paul Hazelby, Hazelby's Sporting Stock Exchange. We're going to keep it going because I'm going to fire a few at you, get your, your stock analysis for me. That was for Nutrient Insurance, offering a range of cover options so you can have peace of mind. More off the bench and more of Hazel's ramblings about which, stock, which sporting stocks to buy, which sporting stocks to sell, which ones he wants to have a go at, which ones he thinks might be a little bit risky but could be worth the very big payouts. That's coming up next. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Although it's not Rob Beaver, it's Andrew Murdoch with a stinger pending for next week. Who's on a roll? Visit your local club, gottalovethebolo.com.au. I'll tell you who's on a roll. Paul Hazelby is on a roll with his sporting stock
1: exchange and you're going
2: to keep going. You've given us your buys and now you're getting into some sells.
1: Absolutely. Which sports or competitions or teams would you buy or sell if sport was like an investment? I've done my buys. I'm heading towards my sells. I'm unfortunately selling and this really hurt the waffle competition okay. because I've been a part of it. I've loved it for so long, but I think with the growth of AFLW, it's now the third tier competition here in the state. So unfortunately, I think times are going to be tough for the waffle going forward. I'm also selling the Sheffield Shield. Now, Cricket Australia not supporting this Competition as they should. I'm going to give more details about that in my dig coming up next. But I think the Sheffield Shield, with all the cricket that's being played, there's nobody watching it. The sponsorship dollar is no longer there. It's purely a pathway competition. Rugby Union and Super Rugby, particularly here in WA, I'm prepared to sell that because without the Western Force, there's no real good competition. And given the news recently of the manufacturers Holden and also Ford, the uncertainty around that, I think the supercars could have some headwinds up ahead. What did you think of my sales there, Andrew? Some very big calls. When you first said that you were
2: a bit heartbroken to sell the Waffle, I thought you were about to say, a bit heartbroken to sell Frio. I want to know, are you buying or selling Frio or just watching them on the market right now?
1: I'm watching them. I think they're in, on a, on a really good uptrend. I think it'll take three or four years though. So this year, I don't expect too much from them. So I'm not prepared to sell them right now. I've now got a few speculative buys. Ones that just throw a little bit and I think the returns could be quite spectacular. Australian Baseball. Now, not many people it's follow it because there's been a new ownership model being put in place. The attendance has actually gone up a lot and a lot of sponsorship has been thrown towards it and more coverage as well. On our shows based here in Perth, we're doing more of the baseball. So I think there's a bit to run there.
2: Where do you, how, how big do you see the baseball getting? How big is the upside
1: down? No, nah, not massive. I don't think it's massive. It's never going to be like America. But I think baseball is actually struggling a bit in America as well for popularity. So, But I still think from where it is at right now, there is a bit to run. But this is my big one. Global Rapid Rugby. Twiggy Forest is behind this. It's a brand new competition. It's rock bottom. You're getting it cheap. But this is a guy with a big ego and he will keep going until this is successful given the circumstances of how it eventuated. A big ego but also an
2: incredibly savvy businessman. Mm. And he knows when to cut his losses as well, Hayes. I reckon he might be barking up the wrong tree there. He'll he'll invest. He'll have a crack. But if it's not going to go his way, he might know when to call it quits
1: as well and you'll be left with your your pockets empty. I reckon in this one he's got that much money that he can continue to throw at this to make it work. Uh, Sometimes the very best in the business, they want to do it because of the there you go. Just a few before we go and move on. I'm watching the AFL. They've had an incredible run. They've been the blue chip share of the last 20 years. New broadcast deal in the next three years. I'm not convinced it's going to be massive. So I just want to sit on that. Big Bash, I want to watch that. I think Cricket Australia will step in and make a few little changes. And uh, women's cricket, I think that's had a massive spike. The World Cup's about to start. I think or has started. I think after the World Cup, it may just drop off and there will be my buy signal.
2: You're a very savvy investor, Paul Hazelby, so I'm more than happy to follow your lead on this one and a big supporter of the women's cricket. I think women's sport in general across Australia and around the world is going up big, so I'm happy to buy them as my first big buy in Paul Hazelby's Sporting Stock Exchange, the first instalment of that segment, but I think it's done enough to get revisited in a few weeks' time. That was Who's on a Roll? Head to your nearest bowls club and get involved. Visit gotta love au. You're listening to Off The Bench, with Andrew Murdoch and Paul Hazelby. The Dig, and Hayes, is it particularly fired up? The Dig is coming up next. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby
1: and Rob Beaver. The Dig. Dial before you dig. The essential first step. It's time for our favourite segment, The Dig. Dial before you dig the essential first step, and I'm taking the new ball, and I'm having a crack at Cricket Australia. Now, the Sheffield Shield competition has been around forever. It's been one of the best competitions, but it is losing its place in cricket because of the explosion of T20 and all the tournaments around the world. But you've got to have integrity in the competition. It was once upon a time state v. state, the best players. Well, guess what's happened now? What? Well now the cricket Australia have come out and basically said in the next round they've got Australia who are away playing the T twenties and one day internationals for Australia against South Africa. There's 16 players. Then they've announced another game, an Australia Mm -hmm. A game against England. There's another 14 players. So what does it leave? 30 of our best players out of. Of the Sheffield Shield competition for Western Australia alone, that is six players. That's not a true competition. Western Australia right now is fighting to get inside the top two so that they can play in the finals and they lose some of the very best players. And some states don't lose many at all, like South Australia. That is ludicrous.
2: Is it like saying if there was an all Australian team in the AFL that they just have to leave halfway through the season? Mm. But then I put it to you, don't every other sport do that except the double teams? Is that where your big issue is? There's two teams being taken away for say- Two
1: teams, yeah. Look, we, one, the fact that the Australian team is always away, and a lot of those players rarely play in the Sheffield Shield, that's one part of it. And that affects New South Wales the most because of the bowling lineup they have there. But now it's it's more. Why schedule it at that particular time? It just eats at the heart of the integrity of the competition. The winner at the end of it, you go, well, are they really the best state? Who knows? They may have got ten points in a game, whilst all of the best players were away representing Australia. They're the state with the least of Aussie representative mm, Exactly players, Sometimes just about. Well, that's
2: a that's a valid dig, Hayes. I'll I, I put one more question to you. Do you agree with the Australia A concept in general, and why or why not?
1: I do. Like I think you need to give exposure to the the next best, but. The right time has to be done away from your own domestic competition. Sheffield Shield, we need our young players playing that all the time. We need our best players so that when the next opportunity comes up, they are prepared for it. Don't have 30 players at once out of that competition.
2: All right, now it's turn for my dick. And, di- and I'm having a go at the NBL, Hayes. 16th of February was when the last game mm. was, the last home and away It's season. still
1: going, the NBL.
2: Yeah, it's still going. You see, they're about to get to the best part, the finals. What?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's
2: not finished. Except they waited 12 days before the final. So the final's not till Friday, the first final of the series. 12-day wait. I can think of a lot of things you can do with 12 weeks. You can finish a uni course just about. You can go on a lovely holiday in 12 days. (laughs) I
1: don't know how smart you are, but I couldn't finish a uni course in 12 days. But you're right, the AFL do it as well. And what it's actually doing is opening the door to the AFL because it had momentum, didn't it? The Wildcats, the Kings, Melbourne just got in there, the Cairns, Taipans. And then now the AFL pre-season game's have started and you lose a bit of the focus and attention and what it does at the back end, you're going to be competing against nearly round one of the AFL season, which you don't want to
2: do. I think it's a big mistake. They bit off a little bit more than they can chew. You should have kept the momentum going and kept going but that That's what they've chosen to do. All that being said, though, Hayes, you can't argue with the fact the NBL is on a massive upward trajectory. So if they're willing to take a pun and take on the big wigs like the AFL, I say all credit to them. So it's important to keep that into consideration as well. If the NBL are going to have a crack they're more than entitled to do so with the way their sport's going at the moment.
1: Good digs. Don't dig yourself into a hole. Lodge a free dial before you dig inquiry. Sports Bet Odds coming next with Nathan Brown. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Although it's not
2: Rob Beaver, it's Andrew Murdoch in the chair with Paul Hazelby. And the stinger is in the works. I've got it guaranteed for next week. I'm very confident that my last week filling in for Rob Beaver, I'll have my own stinger and I'm looking forward to it. Right now though, Hayes, it's time to take a look at a massive weekend of sport coming up. to Take a look at all the odds and what the markets are doing. The best man in the business to do that is Nathan Brown from Sportsbet. Brownie, massive weekend in the AFL W coming up.
0: Yeah, it is. And let's take a look at the two Perth teams. Fremantle up against Collingwood, Fremantle, and that is on Saturday night. A dollar forty three. Collingwood two seventy five. And then Sunday, the West Coast Eagles travel to GWS. A dollar thirty, GWS. West Coast three dollars forty five. And Fremantle, really good form, early season stuff, and they are into favouritism in the AFLW, uh, along with another host of clubs. Melbourne, North Melbourne, Adelaide, Fremantle, all around the $6 mark. does very, very even at the top of the AFLW tree.
2: It's a top-of-the-table clash there for Conference B in the AFLW between Freo and Collingwood. i very proud to see that Freo are winning the odds and looking like taking out that match and then going deep into the AFLW finals this year. Speaking of people who go deep into the finals regularly... The Wildcats are set for their 34th straight finals appearance. They look pretty unstoppable. What are the odds telling us, Brownie? Yeah, they're the favourite, as you'd expect. A forty up against Cairns, who obviously finished on the bottom last
0: year, and they've done really well to get there. But $1. 40 very hard to see Perth getting beaten. The line there is six and a half. Cairns type in $2.96. So I think Perth Wildcats will be going into all my multis over the weekend.
2: Let's take a look at the A-League now. And the Perth Glory take on Brisbane Roar a little bit later this afternoon. They've had a pretty busy schedule with their Asian Champions League match in Tokyo earlier this week, which they lost. Brownie, what are the odds telling us?
0: Yeah, and does it take its toll? Not really sure about that. Uh, Brisbane Raw $3.30, the draw three fifty, Perth Glory two twenty five at the moment. Uh, so that's where that one sits at the moment. But uh, I think Perth should be good enough. To get the chocolates here. Bruno Fornaroli, four fifty for the first goal scorer, and Diego Castro, he's at seven dollars to kick the first goal on that one.
2: Okay, Brownie, let's dive into your wheelhouse now and take a look at the horse racing. I want to know who you've got and why, where you think the smart money is and what's moving around. There's some big race meetings over in your neck of the woods in the eastern states. There is, and we've got three group ones in Melbourne's Blue Diamond Stakes Day. And in race seven, which is the Blue Diamond Stakes, we've got
0: Hanseatic, which is one three uh, from three so far, and it won two of them at Caulfield. It had to navigate a tricky gate last start. Still did that, still won. It's $2.60. If you're going to have a bid on Hanseatic, I'd be betting closer to the jump. We think it might get to around $3. And then oh, the best of the day comes up in race number three. It's a horse called Pandemic. It's around 2 dollars five at the moment. We don't think that can be beaten, but it's a big day of racing. Three group ones in Melbourne.
2: Thank you very much for the update, Brownie. We'll catch you again next week. Gamble responsibly. Nathan Brown there for Sportsbet. Check out Sportsbet's new Same Race Multi today. Combine selections from the same race in one bet for bigger odds. Gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight 858 858 if gambling is a problem for you. Hayes?
1: Good work from you again, Andrew. Been an absolute pleasure. Have you done enough? In your own opinion, do you deserve your own stinger next week?
2: You know what, Hayes, if I'm being perfectly honest, I'm not sure if I have. So I'm going to have to do, I think I'm going to have to get on my knees and beg for my own stinger. But what I think it might work like is, you know, that it's that reward and then I've got to lift to the occasion. You know, if the, if, the, if you pull on the Guernsey, then you're going to rise to the occasion. If you play against the really good golfer, you're going to rise to the occasion. At least if I get my own stinger, I think I might rise to the occasion next week. That's why we love you. We've run out of time. Have a good weekend. You've been listening to Off the Bench with Andrew Murdoch and Paul Haysby. We'll catch you next Saturday morning.